Welcome to the Sustaining Healthy podcast, a collection of informative discussions around all aspects of health and lifestyle. We're your hosts. I'm Chels, coffee lover and corporate professional who recently realised there's a lot to learn about health. I'm Ellen, doctor, nutritionist and dog mum with an interest in preventative and female health. Join us as we chat about a new topic each week and attempt to navigate the complex landscape of health. Together we wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we are recording, the Wadjuk people. And just a reminder, our intention for this podcast is to share information for creating and sustaining a healthy lifestyle. And although the information discussed is based on knowledge gained through a medical and additional studies, it is general in nature and for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended to be in any form specific medical advice or recommendations or replace any form of treatment. All health queries and concerns should always be sought through your treating health practitioner with regards to your individual circumstances. The opinions in this podcast are solely of those of the individual and do not in any way reflect those of their employers or training facilitators. Hello and welcome back to episode four of Sustaining Healthy. Else, how's your week been? Not too bad. Very excited that we've got our first guest on the podcast. We've got Monique Ram from You Wellness here today. How are you going, Mon? I'm good. Thanks for having me. So, Mon, if you've been listening to our podcast, you'll know that we kick off every episode by saying what our health win was for the week. So, have you done anything exceptional lately? Um, I love this. I have this week decided to start reading my book again before I fall asleep. Um, and I've done it most nights this week, so I'm pretty proud. That's really good because I have definitely been getting slack and scrolling on the phone far too much before bed. Chelsea, have you got a health win? I do, but that reminds me, last week we chatted about goals a little bit. And a goal for mine is to start reading my book before bed because I scroll my phone the same. Um, So you've just inspired me. I think I'll get back into it. My health win would be that I've been teaching my puppy to run while I run. So he's finally starting to run alongside me and not just under my feet. So I've been running a bit more. I have been doing the push-up challenge starting from the 1st of June. So um, if you haven't heard of it before, it is raising money or we're raising money for Lifeline and it's doing 3,139 push-ups from the 1st to the 24th of June. Um, and so each push-up is in for every person that died by suicide in 2020. Um, so we're over a week in now my arms are a little bit sore but raising some money uh for a really important cause and just starting that conversation are you doing all push-ups i started and then there was a week where uh, there was a day sorry where i my arms could not hold me up anymore so we've added in some sit-ups and squats as well good because i'm doing half of mine in sit-ups because i can't do that many push-ups yeah it's a lot I noticed you even did them on the Biberman track. That's how committed you are. Yeah, really had to. Well, had to get them done and I'd you know, balance out the legs with the walking. That's fair. All right. Well, let's get into today's episode. So, Mon, we are super excited to have you here in the studio today. 
Um, I understand you've just celebrated your one year anniversary for your Pilates and fitness studio that you started. Yes, I did. We turned one on the 22nd. So just a little over a year now. Um, yeah, it's been a, been a year, but yeah, very excited to be one year in. I love it. Um, I don't talk much about, um, my career on the podcast, but I started my career in corporate finance. And through that, I spent a lot of time in the venture capital market working only with female founders. So I'm always excited when I get to chat with female founders and hear their journey um, and what led them to starting the business and what it's been like. So super keen to have you on, not just to hear about your journey, but also to chat physical activity with you, get an idea of what you do in your personal life and why you think physical activity is important. But should we go back a little bit and start with just a little about who you are and yeah. Um, well, I founded You Wellness about a year ago now and we are a fitness and a Pilates studio. So we have Reformer Pilates, Matwet Pilates fitness classes and we have an infrared sauna now. So I run classes there, run the business, um, and what else are like your hobbies or passions or who you are outside of the gym as well? Um, I have to say in the last year, my hobbies have probably been the studio and um, just setting it up. Um, that's so fair enough. I think whenever you start a business, that is pretty much your main hobby because it takes up a lot of time. So have you always been interested in physical activity? Like tell us about prior to starting the business, what your life was like. Um, yeah, growing up, we, I came from a very active family. Both my parents played sport and I kind of grew up watching them play sport, spent a lot of time at the creche as a kid. Um, (laughs) so growing up, I was always playing sport, always doing sport at school. Um, and then it kind of got to year 12, what you want to do with your life. And I kind of was like, I can do sport. I'm interested in sport. So I studied sport science at uni. Um, and if everyone kind of knows, that's a bit of a nothing degree. And after that, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I'm a person, if I, I need an end point, like I need to know what, I can't just do something with no goal at the end or not knowing that I'll get a job from this. So the last kind of year of uni was pretty hard to get through. Um, and I didn't, I knew I didn't want to go and be a PE teacher. I didn't want to do X rehab. And I've always had this idea of opening a studio with fitness and Pilates and at the time had never done a Pilates class in my life. (laughs) But I just knew that that's what I wanted to do. And my friends remember that from when I was at school. And then I did the old six weeks in Europe post degree, came back um, and enrolled in a course and I still hadn't done a Pilates class yet. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, And then I started teaching. I started working at a franchise in fitness and then the kind of idea just grew, but I always put it on the back back Mm. seat, but knew it's what I wanted to do. Fast forward to teaching for a few years, throw in a pandemic. I enrolled in uni again for the third time. I was enrolled in nutrition and then I enrolled again in teaching and then kind of had a what am I doing moment in 2020 and then just decided to go for it amazing um you mentioned teaching a few times then when you said you were teaching for a few years what were you teaching um I was teaching at f45 and pilates yeah so teaching fitness yeah 
And so one of my favorite things of, I didn't mention, but if you follow on Instagram, I am at you all the time and love the classes. And one of my favorite things about it is that you have the combination of Pilates and also strength or high intensity. Is that, did that come from doing that combination of coaching in both or teaching in both areas? Yeah, it was kind of the studio was what I liked, how I like to train. So I like the combination of high intensity, a little bit of weights um, because they're good for you. I also really liked Pilates and then how that felt made me feel stronger in a different way and how I felt I noticed a big change when I finally started doing Pilates after learning how to teach. Um, So I just wanted to find, could never find a space that I could do both. So decided to open a space. Yeah, I love that. So I'm going to confess that I actually don't do Pilates and have never really done Pilates. (laughs) That is okay. (laughs) So can you tell me a bit more about Pilates and the benefits? Like if someone came to your studio and asked you, should I be doing Pilates? Like what would you tell them? Um, We have reform Pilates and mat work Pilates. So there's strength in there, which is really good, especially if you're getting older. Um, Not that you guys are getting older. (laughs) (laughs) But if you had an older client... um, it's really good for your muscles as you get older. Um, and I think the flexi- there's a little bit of flexibility in there. You don't need to be flexible to start, which is a, what people believe, that you need to be a gymnast to Pilates, which isn't true. Um, so there's, the fe- there's flexibility training, strength training, coordination as well. And it's just a bit of the all coordination bit is not my strength. The number of times mom looks at me and goes, "What are you doing?" So yeah. So Elle, you're a bit of a Pilates buff. Can you tell us um, Pilates from your point of view, and then maybe that can lead us into a bit of just chat about physical activity and why it's important? Yeah. Well, I also hadn't done much Pilates. It'd been something that, particularly, I had a back injury about ten years ago now, and had been told by a physio then that would be something that would be really beneficial because it is that strength without loading yourself with weights and things. Um, But had found it really hard to have, particularly when I was a uni student, things like that, to be able to do, I really like high intensity exercise and so have done F45 and things like that. But to be able to afford to go to two different places was was really hard. And so that was one of my favourite things that really got me into coming to you was that I can do one or two Pilates sessions as well as get that hit without trying to go to multiple different places. I think, yeah, that's so true. The combination, you'd be paying $50 here, $50 there. And as a young person to spend $100 a week probably isn't on your priorities and you've got other things that you need to probably spend your money better at. So what's your favorite part of the job? Um... I love seeing everybody that comes into the studio and where they are when they start coming. So we get people who've never done Pilates before, never done fitness before, and then fast forward a few months and their strength just like increases and their confidence increases. They'll come in quite timid in the corner. And if you guys know me, I'll get people out of their comfort zone um, in classes and in person as well. So We've got a really lovely community, so it's lovely seeing people grow through months, even their strength in a couple of months from when they started. I'll just pick someone up and be like, remember when you couldn't do that? And now look at you go. So I love that. Wow, you can see that, yeah, that journey of of the impact that you're having as well. 
Um, so we were going to touch on, I guess we're talking lots about physical activity and what are the actual guidelines and recommendations and why we should be physically active. Um, and so the current Australian physical activity guidelines recommend that we do a combination of different types of exercise. So it says between two and a half to five hours of our moderate exercise. Um, so that's like you're walking or you're feeling a little bit breathless, but not vigorous, um, which averages out to about 20 minutes to 40 minutes a day. And then 1.25 to two and a half hours. This is total in a week of your vigorous exercise. So that's your you know, feeling out of breath, feeling sweaty, those kind of things. Um, but also that in two of those sessions to incorporate strength. And, and I think we're starting to recognize definitely how important it is to include strength training in our exercise and that all of these are both beneficial for our physical but also our mental health if someone say hasn't been physically active uh recently or for whatever reason maybe they've had an injury or they've just had a baby or and want to start being physically active they've been cleared by their doctor what kind of things would you suggest to someone i think people shouldn't knock the benefits of going for a walk and that's not just like slowly going for a walk getting your heart rate up walking at a faster pace than you normally would but if you just grab a coffee go for a walk with a friend for 20 minutes you go at a nice a good pace you can hold a conversation so you're social as well um or if you just want to stick your headphones in listen to a podcast or just listen to the birds I think walking is massive to start, especially if you're starting from a few months off or you've just come back from a baby. Going for a walk is amazing, I think, for your mental health as well as your physical health. Um, But then starting 10 minutes of a bodyweight circuit or start to incorporate some squats, some push-ups against a wall if you can't get your push-ups on the floor. And things like that just start to slowly build and add something new each every couple of days. So just do a small circuit and then add something new. Start small. If you go and say, I'm going to go for four runs this week, you're more likely to fail because you'll dread going for that run. Whereas if you're slowly, you start to enjoy. Find activity that you enjoy as well. Um, One thing you said at the start there uh, really reminded me of something from work. So you said, you know, walking's really good. Grab a friend, go for a walk. One thing I like to do in corporate world is actually turn as many meetings as possible into a walking meeting. So let's say you don't have to be with your computer or with your paperwork. And actually Ellen and I do this sometimes when we're planning podcasts, we will have our discussion over a walk. And it's such a nice way just to get in some incremental exercise while still going about your day. Yeah, that's a really good idea because I feel like one of the biggest barriers to people being physically active can feel like they don't have enough time in their day or that they feel like they've got to go to the gym for an hour. Or And so I really like what you said and that really ties into last week's episode where we were saying about starting healthy habits and just doing a five-minute block or a 10-minute block. And so even though we touched on what the guidelines are, when you break it down, it's not that much per day, but also five minutes is better than nothing. And so starting somewhere and then slowly building up is a really good idea. So Mon, you chatted a bit about strength training and the importance of starting to build on that and add that in. So can we just unpack, and Elle, you might be a better place to answer this, why strength training is important and not just cardio? 
Um, yeah, I think people have an idea in their head that strength training means lifting a hundred kilos above your head. Um, and it's not, it's just, again, you can start small, start with your body weight, start to increase to lighter weights. And then you'll hit a point like, I don't enjoy throwing around heavy weights and I never have. And I've tried to, and I've just accepted that that's not something that my body likes doing that. I don't think I don't enjoy, so I don't want to do it. So I think Pilates is a good place to start with strength training, but also grab a lighter dumbbell or just something heavier than you. Um, and even that's enough. Like as in heavier than my total body weight? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I can barely lift a small dumbbell, let alone my entire body weight. Heavier than gravity. Yeah, all right. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I got that. I got that. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like yeah, heavier yeah, yeah. than something heavier than what your body weight in a squat would be. Okay. Like if you were squatting just you, grab something like a dog that's heavier. Yeah. Not like my puppy. dog. He's a tiny little puppy. But yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. Drink bottle, cans. Oh, there are yeah. other things you can do. I remember during home. COVID. Remember when COVID hit and everyone was getting like makeshift with their weights at home because there was such a supply shortage. We were like Tinting. holding out. We were doing using tins. We we're holding out suitcases full of stuff. Like we had to get so creative. I think everyone would have. Yeah, and I think COVID was a that time during lockdown where people were maybe feeling really locked in their homes. They couldn't necessarily go out and do things. It was a time where we were having to be a bit more creative about what we could do at home. I know you had to get creative with the gym about doing classes online. How was that? Um, yeah, we have been quite lucky. Open a business in a pandemic was probably... Not the best idea, but we've gotten there. Um, we had one lockdown, so we just did some classes online um, using – we got tin tomatoes. This is a good yeah. one. But I also think in lockdown it made people realise how much they wanted to get outside mm. rather than being stuck inside. Like you were – I was desperate to go for a walk. Um, yeah, and when we could have that think. one hour of physical activity, people were using it to go for yeah. their walks, and it probably made us appreciate it a little bit more. Um can you tell us a bit more about, you know, building on what Mon said about strength training and how it comes in all modalities? Can you talk to us about why that's important for your your health? Yeah, so um, so in terms of injury prevention, really helpful. So if you're a runner or doing those high-intensity exercises, it's actually really important to be doing the strength side of things and the rehab side of things to be able to look after your muscles And then the other main thing that we think about when we're encouraging people to include strength training in their physical activity is for their bone health. So um, bones are constantly remodeling and strengthening and they need uh, for you to be weight bearing to do that. And so by doing strength training, lifting, it doesn't have to be heavy weights but small things or just your body weight but loading them is how um, we continue to look after that bone health particularly as you're getting older uh, and preventing osteoporosis Um, I think that that's what I was trying to say earlier when I was saying when you're getting older how reformer pilates is good because you can do a lot laying down so um, you've got the resistance of the springs that you're trying to push against um, and it's supported for you as well it's not just you again standing it's you're getting to lay down um, you take some of that weight off while still using resistance 
Yeah, that's really good. And loading in a different way. I know lots of people particularly find it hard to do things like squats um, because of knees or osteoarthritis. Um, and so it's a different way that you can still get strength training in, but uh, not having to do it in those same positions. So we're kind of approaching the end of the episode now. Um, it's been great chatting with Mon about physical activity in all its forms. I just have uh, one more question. Oh, you mentioned earlier that you're really into high intensity fitness and you really get a lot out of Mon Studio from that. Mon, I'm kind of the opposite to Elle where I prefer low intensity. Um, do you have any tips and tricks for like maybe just some easy little changes or easy things to do? Like if I was to start going to the gym or your studio or home, like anything you can think of that's not high intensity classes? You might be a good candidate for reformer Pilates. I have to give it a go. I think I might. I'm going to have to get you there. (laughs) Um, I think, like you were saying, going for walks. If you don't like getting too sweaty or you don't like the high intensity that Elle and I probably like, um, walking, meeting with a friend for a coffee, having a chat, um, just doing some body weight stuff. It also doesn't need to be super high intensity. You can kind of... You kind of get the same benefits from doing your body weight in a different way. Um, and again, what I was saying before is you've got to find what works for you, what you enjoy. Otherwise, it will be a chore and you're less likely to stick to something. I love that. And I actually should clarify that I just made myself sound like I don't move. I do actually do. physical <laughs> activity, and I do run and go to the gym just because my mum will be listening and I need to make sure she hears that. <laughs> Um, but I love that. Elle, you're super active as well. So any tips and tricks from you on this? Uh, so I guess at the other end, if we were talking about the high intensity stuff, do you have mon- any ways that you say if someone couldn't make it to a class but wanted to do those t- that type of exercise at home that you might do that? Um, there's so much on YouTube and Instagram just – search and find and save things i mean i've got so much saved on my phone because i am in in the industry but i also have times where i just don't want to think about it so i've got a bunch saved on my instagram and i'll go there if i'm on holiday if i want to do something quick 20 minute workout i'll just jump on that and there'll be something for me um stretching there's heaps of that as well on instagram and youtube it's just again making it convenient for you and it doesn't need to be expensive. Um, if it's not working in your budget, YouTube is free. Instagram's free. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. There is so much content out there and it's just finding what suits you, what you like doing and yeah, how you can fit it into your own schedule so that it's something you can keep doing. Have you thought about making a channel? I've definitely thought about, I was going to pop the studio online, but I was also trying to survive the first year of being a business owner and a pandemic in there as well. So that's maybe, maybe in the next year. Yeah. It's so hard when you've only got so many hours in the day to be doing all of the things. Um, So Mon, just to close out at the start, we mentioned your studio and you know how you offer Pilates. Can you just um, clearly tell everyone and myself included what it is you offer, how many days you have classes, like just a bit about the studio and where we can find you. Um, so we're in Palmyra in Perth. Um, we have reformer Pilates, mat work Pilates, fitness classes. Um, we also have yoga and the infrared sauna. So it's a bit of a whole 
the whole picture. Um, you can find us at Instagram at u.wellnessclub um, and our website, www.uwellnessclub.com.au. I love it. Thank you. And thanks to the both of you for having my puppy on your lap the whole time. He's been a bit of a menace, so we've had to bear with it during this episode recording. But thanks for listening in, everyone. Thanks so much for having me, guys. <laughs> thanks again, Mon. And if you would like to find us, we are at sustaining.healthy on Instagram or our website is www.sustaininghealthy.com. Uh, if you have enjoyed the episode, please share it with someone who might also and or leave us a rating or review. See you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>